Retro Anime. How did we find it? How does it hold up? Unpacking the ins and outs of being an old school nerd, and proving that 80s kids can't remember a damn thing right. These are the mindless midlife musings of the anime nerd. Welcome to Mindless Midlife Musings of the Anime Nerd. I'm Rick, and I'm joined by the rest of our panel, Lynette, Vic, and Brian. How's everyone doing today? Yo, Joe! Oh, oh no. <laughs> All right, well, today we enlist and join the ranks of America's daring, highly trained special mission force in their fight against the ruthless terrorist organization Cobra. Today we talk G.I. Joe, the movie. G.I. Yeah, Joe the Movie is a 1987 American direct-to-video animated military science fiction film produced by Sunbow and Marvel. Uh, it is a sequel to the animated series that everyone knew from the 80s and the original toy line from Hasbro and was animated in Japan by Toei Animation. So, <laughs> let's start off with the spicy bit. No. It was animated in Japan. Is it anime? No. Hard no on this. Okay, Vic, I want to know why is this not anime but Transformers? Because it was written and directed for a U.S. audience, plain and simple. All right, all right, Brian. Brian, you seem to take issue with this visually. Uh, what what is what is your stance? Yeah. <laughs> is <it> anime. <laughs> I could see. I just I could see that you had some contempt for the comment. So. What is your... The only thing that even comes close to being considered (laughs) anime is the beginning intro if you cut out the music. So, B, is it anime? It's anime. And I even have the facts of why it's anime. Why is it anime? Now, we're going to go ahead and and skip all the way to the mid-portion of it uh, where the Joes have escaped and they're... The Joes have been captured. Yeah. They escaped the first time. Uh-huh. And they get their first typical reap seat. Yes. <laughs> and that's my anime. I don't know what it is. <laughs> okay, we got one no and one yes. All right. Lynette, you're up. Is uh, you yes. now you were never a Joe fan, as you had said I'm before not we a started Joe recording. Fan. Now no. is 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 G.I. Joe anime? I'm happy to say it is not. Oh it is an outsourced my. animation. Mostly because <laughs> Mostly because we can say with Transformers, it's gray because they took the toy from Japan. The okay. toy is an original Hasbro toy, which means it's America, 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 out, outsourced to Japan because America cannot cannot do animation as cleanly as Japan. So it's, it's outsourced. Oh, man. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. Brian, buddy, you are gonna be in the minority Brian, here because we're still friends, Brian. We're still friends. I'll I'll bring Wait. Baklava when I come visit you. <laughs> Brian already knows where I live. Hold on, is Baklava anime? Brian already knows where I land on this. Uh, it is. I agree. It is not anime. This is not anime. This is this is red, white, and blue, pure and true. And it's it's just happened to have been outsourced to the Japanese animation studio Toei. Responsible for a tremendous amount of fantastic anime. Anim- oh, a, a, a tremendous amount of what? Fantastic anime. They do a great job. Fantastic anime. Are they responsible for fantastic cartoons? No, they're responsible for what? Fantastic, fantastic anime. So you told me that the entire product line, except for one thing. No. 
Because I also don't believe Transformers the movie was anime, remember? So it's at least well, two. That's two. <laughs> it's at least two. And that's just the stuff that we've talked about. Um, <laughs> that's, I agree with Lynette's take on this. It's an American toy line that, was, that used an American comic book company to write books, then turn into an American cartoon series written, produced by Americans, sell these toys. Just, so, it just didn't happen. They outsourced the work. All right. I take issue with this stance because it's the hope, right? Uh-huh. Okay. Right. Um, we, yeah, the world wants to be black and white, right? But we're talking about acceptance, right? The same people who would chastise us for being Americans appreciating the anime. You know, we're trying to tell them, hey, listen, give this a chance. You know, it's not just a cartoon. And then what we're going to do is say, hey, everything that you like about anime, we've been doing this and we actually liked it. That's entirely true. But this is not anime. <laughs> you know? Brian, I I, I respect your position on this. I do. I, I think that's very deep and uh, very inclusive of you. And <laughs> very cool. I appreciate that. Uh, your, gonna... your your attempts to reach across the aisle and bring non anime fans into this it's I bless you, just bless you. It's still, it's still <laughs> not, not anime. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> So the funny part is because uh, it's three out of four against it being anime. So I guess the show's over. Goodbye. (laughs) So we did it. We're going to go ahead and finish it. Let's do this. Was not prepared. Uh, I watched this as a kid because, of course, I did. Right? It was 87 when this hit VHS. And I watched this as a kid. I was not, like Lynette, I was not huge. I I didn't dislike G.I. Joe, but I wasn't huge on G.I. Joe. Guy, I had my favorite Joes. I had, you know, there were episodes that I enjoyed. I, I watched it. But I was never G.I. Joe fan. Like, died in the wool G.I. Joe fan. But for me, this this was a little bit harder of a watch than I expected it to be. Oh, um, God. Now, I, especially because since I was a G.I., since I enjoyed G.I. Joe, but I wasn't necessarily a G.I. Joe fan, I found at when like well okay so with Transformers the movie they they didn't sideline all your favorite characters they just fucking killed them yeah so there was no hope of those guys getting any more screen time they were dead and this they sidelined everybody I liked yes that's <laughs> everybody I liked got sidelined I barely like a lot of Joes but you take the only ones I liked and you put them in a cage the entire movie. So it's just like, hell shit. <laughs> I get what they were doing. At least they didn't kill them all. Like, you know, for you. Yeah, you need lessons were learned, you said. Right, right. Lessons were learned, which we did, you know, we did discuss in the Transformers episode. Lessons were learned. He slaughtered everybody's favorite toys, killed Optimus Prime. Parents, a horrible writing campaign. They were going to pitchforks and in, in tiki torches. They were out for blood. And... Hasbro backed off and said, all right, well, we already animated Duke dying. So we're going to undo that with dialogue. They days of our lives, Dan. That's what they did. 
<laughs> Which is hilarious because if you watch the scene without audio, it's like oh, he, it's he, obvious he died. He's dead as a doornail. But anyway, so you don't they, even see him again afterwards at all. Yeah, they oh. write him out of it. They write they write their their way out of it. But they did elect early on not to kill off all the favorite shows. Did that because I did not feel like seeing my favorites die. But it was it was a difficult thing for me to get into when all the characters I liked weren't there to enjoy. Look, I can understand why they decided not to do that because destroying a robot is right. nowhere near Hates' home as <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Having a snake in Duke's chest. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Can you can you imagine like Storm Shadow pulls a rifle and blasts Snake Eyes' head off? Like that's not sure you could pull it right. off because you're like, oh, well, I, he was a robot. You doing this is like, yo, you just killed a ninja. Like that's fucked up. Hey, right. right. <laughs> You'd have to show the blood. The yeah. blood is... <laughs> Which is why Wait. I feel like they brought out, you know, eventually in the series, they brought out, like, the battle android troopers. Oh, yeah. They, those to... could be shot and exploded and everything and no big deal. The, the only time cares. you... Yeah. All the while, the bad guys are singing Jingle Bells, except they replace it with Cobra Law. Cobra La 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 La. How about La 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 I want to say, oh I want to say I'm not I'm not gonna no, hit harp you, on this. I come in as negative. No, no, I here do we go. not here like the Joe. But here you go. Apparently Zia Joe is a Ponyo. No, no, no. Hang on, Brian. No, no I worries. Watch Ponyo I've got you. Before I watch Joe again. Brian, Brian, I have got you on this. All right, so I'm gonna tell you <laughs> the opening animation is really good. Yes. It's really, really good. They did a really good job. I am not a fan of Twenty Seconds In being teabagged by a cobra gun twice. A cobra yeah, gun twice. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously. Look! Look at the first two statements of mine. <laughs> but yes, Brian. Yes, that that opening sequence is so good. It's so well done. It is so much of that. That bravado America shit that's just it's it's a fucking bald eagle with a machine gun. It's glorious. It's actually had a machine gun on the bald eagle. I believe I believe it did, yeah. (laughs) It was it was excellent. Uh it was super cool. I gotta tell our first our first two thoughts were word for word. Me and Rich had the same one. It was (laughs) I showed them a note saying I think we got teabagged by Cobra. Oh, word for word. I want to let you guys know. <laughs> go ahead. I'll go so far as say not just the opening animation. Yeah. But the first uh, scene of the character. Okay. That was also animated. Oh, really? Did yes. The terradrome on some sequences were really well, but nowhere near as well as the opening. Well, he totally killed it with this movie. The animation was great throughout, especially considering it's 1986. It did a very good job, especially considering the restraints they had. You got to understand, uh, G.I. Joe was a comic book before it was a cartoon. The, the very idea of them making the half-hour commercial to sell G.I. Joe toys was illegal, uh, if I'm not wrong. So their method to get around that was to make G.I. Joe a comic book first, then take the comic book and make a cartoon of it. So they were making a cartoon of a comic book that just so happened to have a toy line, and that was their way of skirting around a lot of the issues. And 
So they Toei was not only tasked with making an, an cartoon, but making it look kind of like a comic book. And and keeping fit in toy. Right. And keeping, and being, yeah. So they did a really good job. Some of these scenes were really, really good. I was very impressed. The opening ain't... being one of them. There was so much shit going on. It was it was beautiful. It was really <laughs> well done. Did they combine theme songs in that intro? Oh, they totally. Okay. Well, they kind of wrote a new one. Like, Cobra never really okay. had, like, a thing. They sort they, of did it for this. Yeah. It's corny as shit. The song is corny as shit. But the action sequence is great. Oh, it was great. The yeah. only issue I had with the opening is that Cobra's over here, you know, making a mess, you know, wrecking people, wrecking things, and Jojo was there the whole time waiting? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um. <laughs> I'm like, okay, hold. Hold. We got to make a dramatic entrance. Hold. <laughs> then boom, go. So it's it's very it it is a very well animated movie. I'll give you that. The action sequence is very cool. Some of the stuff they do in this, I just I don't know, it's the scene where Falcon's punching out a couple of, of, of Cobra and it looks good. They did a really good job with it. Credit where credit's due. Oh, he brought it. They did a really good job, like you said, Brian, representing the toys, but also representing the comic book. And get Which, kind of doing their own thing with it. Like apparently, we can't even get video games to get the same type of representation, right? <laughs> but every last one of the figures look just like the figure, like you're you're buying a figure, yeah, right there. Yeah, yeah, um, they everything. So when we're talking about when we say it's possible, you know, what I'm saying to respect the source material. And respect the marketing over all across, man. It was so like I think back to if we're looking at another toy that never really that maybe had a close second would it be like the He-Man action mm-hmm. series. You know sure. what I'm saying? Well, mm-hmm. uh, somehow every version of He-Man that you had they didn't make it into the comic, right? Yep. But every character that is in here except. I don't think I've ever seen a Pythona or a Dilopulus, but I have seen a Nemesis and Force. Dilopulus and Nemesis and Force were actually mail order only. As a three pack with one of the Royal Guards. Yeah. Yeah. I never saw a Pythona, but I did, she did see, not get a figure back then. Did see and hold in my hands um a Dilopulus. That was that was yeah. a legit toy. I never I never had a Nemesis and Force. The same thing with like Sergeant Slaughter's Renegades, those were mail order only as well. Yeah. Yeah, those hey. guys. I have, I have a comment about those guys later. So we get we talk now. Let's do juxtaposition. Right? Yeah, about between Transformers and GI Show, right? Well, not not even that. It's it's also it also came out around the same time as a bunch of other high profile like He Man. He Man had a cartoon that came out a movie came out roughly around the same time as well. The the sword one. Oh, it's, the it, Masters of the Universe. Yeah, Masters of the Universe. They had not the live action one, but they had an animated movie. It was him and Shira, and it was like a thing. Uh, I can't okay. remember the name. Of it. Um, I'll have Andrea add it to the notes when I find it. But yeah, they had a movie together, and so it was like they were. This was that time. This was that era. Go on, go on, Brian. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I I, I really just I was going to juxtapose between uh, say the difference between Falcon and Hot Rod. Oh, thank God. I'm glad you brought it up. All right, look. I didn't like Hot Rod. 
really did. And I, I he he bugged the shit out of me. I, I hate Falcon way more. Yes, way more. Like yeah, infinitely more. Falcon is if Falcon makes Hot Rod look like a prime. He makes the Hot Rod seem <laughs> like a like a fucking champion compared to what Falcon is. And and I can't believe that Hasbro put bank on that concept. They're like, this is gonna be our Duke. <laughs> Duke, the next generation. But, hey, they they made the decision for Hot Rod, so you could see where the thought processes were going. Sure. I mean, I it, I'm with you. And yeah, not the only is the only person that liked Falcon was Duke. <laughs> yes, nobody liked Falcon. Nobody but, in the cartoon liked Falcon. I don't know if anybody in real life likes Falcon. I even Jinx. Jinx, I think more like settled for than liked him. <laughs> he was a. a and she has to fight line. So. Yeah, you know, I always thought I always thought Jinx and Quick Kick would have been a, a good. Um, <laughs> is it because well, of Asian? No, it's really? because they both know oh. how to kick ass. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. But you also have uh, uh, the comparison between Cup and Sergeant Slaughter. I was going to say Cup and and Duke, because right in in Falcon's court martial, Duke steps up and he's like, "I believe there's a good Joe in him," which is something Cup never fucking said. <laughs> Entire <laughs> movie <laughs> until the end. Until yeah. the end. But you're right. So yeah. Slaughter, Slaughter believed in in him as well. I don't know how so many people believed in Falcon, but nobody believed in Hot Rod. But let's let's go with it. They really did take the whole. We're just going to take this whole premise and put it in, in here, and we're going to have the symbolism of, of them. You know, yeah. Except Basic they learned same... their mistake with Transformers and decided not to kill everybody in GI Joe. Yeah, the same narrative arcs, the same character developments for each person. A lot of that was parallel. And, you know, sure, it's, I mean, arguably it's a lazy idea, but it's a very simple hero's arc, and they use it all the time for movies, so it's not unique. Can we just, can we also talk about Cobra Law for me was a stretch? Okay, <clears throat> Brian, you and I are just, we're operating on the same wavelength here. So, <clears throat> I wrote my notes as I was talking about this. The whole concept of Cobra Law and 40,000-year-old lizard people race. 40,000 years! And this bioweapon slant that they wanted to put into G.I. Joe, the leaning hard science fiction. Um, it's fine, but, I mean, tonally, it felt dramatically different than than the series itself. The series itself was very much military might, espionage, defeating this evil terrorist organization stuff. You know, F-14s, bald eagles, yeehaw. And then they <laughs> brought in all this... Uh, uh, Jason the Wheeled Warriors kind of like bio-villain shit. It's yeah. the best way I can think of. It felt very off to me. It's, it was hard It was hard for me to get behind. Especially since Kalavius' like, snake body was the only cobra-like thing in the entire area. Now, that's Serpentor's shitty suit. But yeah, go ahead. Look, I don't know how, how, how many damn vipers he got on the damn suit. <laughs> Where is he hiding them? Is he kegeling them? I just don't. Anyway, but uh, how <laughs> how fast do you you grow? <laughs> Maybe he's like the chick in Ninja Scroll, and he's just all snakes. You never think about it, though. Oh wow! Oh wow! Uh, yeah, I, I could see that. I could see that. And guess what that would mean? 
that's something else they got from anime or what? What we, what we say? <laughs> Not, yeah. <laughs> As I, you know, like cultures inspire each other. Uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah, there's a lot of those kinds of parallels, and I have a lot of issues with the cold Cobra idea. I do like the fact that, you know, in researching for this, you find out Cobra Law wasn't ever supposed to be a thing, that yeah. it was just a <laughs> yeah. placeholder name. And then they're like, oh, well, fuck, the bosses like it, so now we got to use it. So let that be a lesson to all of you professionals out there. Do not give stupid names to important plot points because your boss might actually like it. Oh, hey, no, they just call it a placeholder name. Clearly, Cobra Law is supposed to be a riff on the Shagler Law. Hundred percent, hundred percent is what they're going for. Boy, does that not land? It sounds so stupid. They're singing a Christmas song while they're fighting. (laughs) (laughs) And just yeah, well, they are in the Himalayas. It's always snowing, so there are. Okay, so as far as concepts for villains go, I like the idea of Serpentor far more than I like the execution of Serpentor. The idea of creating this perfect hybrid clone with all these masterful strategists and warriors from out history. Who is still a clone. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you just go ahead and make an android or, or, or even bring Skynet? You really <laughs> could have... <laughs> I mean... As a concept, just... I liked the idea. I just wasn't a fan of the execution. I thought... Always thought Serpentor looked silly. Somebody, uh, even I don't even know if Marvel could sell that as a live action suit. Like somebody, like how do you <laughs> that trying to wrap you like this is supposed to be rooted in some level of a reality. There's a, a semi real attempt at a military structure. There's a semi real attempt at high stakes. There's a semi real attempt at a lot of this stuff. And then you get this motherfucker walking out and hits Cobra Unitard. You're supposed to be terrified. No. The, 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 I think it's possible, especially when you look at like Stargate. Guess I don't know. He's just uh, like I said. I love the idea. Just I was never a big fan of the execution. He was never my favorite Cobra villain anyway. at all. At yeah, all. he just he just really wasn't. I think I think that's important that we need to have a conversation about who is your favorite. Well, we did do that for Transformers. I do feel like we should try and do that for this too. So let's let's get into that. Your favorite Joe and your favorite Cobra, right? All right, go ahead, Brian. I gotta go with the Arashikage, Storm Shadow, and Snake Eyes. I respect respect that respect that entirely. Vic, you're you're up, bud. I'm also gonna say Snake Eyes, but ever since I was young, I've had a thing for the Baroness. It was the accent for me. Okay, okay. Uh, <laughs> Moose and Swaddle. Okay, got the little poor line. <laughs> <laughs> so now Lynette and not not being a fan of G.I. Joe, which again, nope. totally respect that. Do you even have a Joe that you tolerated and liked uh, and, a, and a Cobra? No, not really. But I did pop the heads off of them and replace them with Barbie heads so that my brother would not like them. <laughs> oh, that's that's fantastic. That Love is it. awesome. Um my I, heart. My heart. Can imagine Malibu Barbie on top of Cobra. <laughs> Great Cobra Commander's body with like a mouth. That's well, so good. I, I don't. Then the part maybe I should have said this, but uh, GI Joe is actually one of my favorite parts. I mean, I'm sorry. Great. 
Maybe because well, it was my brother's. It was my brother's too. But uh, he would every I, once in a while come back and. I really it. liked. I really enjoyed the toys. I really did like the toy line. GI Joe the toy line. I very much enjoyed <laughs> it. I liked a lot of the character designs. I, I it I always ended up being disappointed in those characters when I saw them in the cartoon. Uh, it's just the way that a lot of them are handled. Like I liked Tunnel Rat as a kid. Like I thought he was a cool looking GI Joe figure. And then when I saw him in this movie, I was like. He's a fucking idiot. Like, I just was not, like, this guy sucks. Come on. Tunnel Rat was by far one of the coolest. Uh, of all the rookies, he was probably the best one. <laughs> Which was, isn't saying much. Who hey, who's the worst? Chuckles. Oh, come on, man. Nah. nah I mean, Vic, okay, hold on. Chuckles, Chuckles, I agree. Chuckles is bad. But I, I thought, I thought Big Lob or Big Knob, he was Big extremely Lob. annoying. Well, the dude who, narr- who did self-narration... Yes. Big Knob doing his own self play by play. Just to make sure his name was right. Yeah, it's Big Lob. <laughs> it's Big Lob, I know. But I'm calling him Big Knob. Big Knob, his play by play of all his shit, that drove me crazy. It drove yes. me crazy. Chuckles, Chuckles is absurd. I, I can't even get oh, behind the idea. The motherfucker, Caber tosses a missile like, like he's in a Scottish Highland. Hold on. Then, wait, wait. That. And then he jump starts a helicopter. Jump starts and then, hangs on. <laughs> and then just hangs on. Hangs on. Jesus Christ. I, look, that right there is by far the most asinine thing. <laughs> I mean, you legit have to bow down before, because the, the drag of the propellers is an actual thing. And he's you know, going to hold on just with one on. hand and, and, and fire a fucking laser <laughs> pistol. What the fuck are you doing with the pistol? I just, I can't. They sidelined all the best characters. All right, so oh. to circle back, my favorite Joe, favorite Joe, and I, it's it's silly. I liked uh, G.I. Joes that were a little more, I don't know, like visually they were like, I could see this being a real character, a real thing. I got to say that. I always liked Shipwreck. Shipwreck, I was like, right? How did I know that you were going to go? He's I a, knew that's where you were going to go. He's a straight up sailor, and I just fucking loved that. I just and and, and, and not just sailor. He still had his hat. He was right. probably wearing dungarees. When yeah. I boarded the navy, I actually when I went to the navy, I looked like shipwreck. And then the chance, so I can appreciate that. I just loved that sure. whole thing. And then when I watched him in the cartoon, he was one of the only characters like because he was totally doing this like Jack Nicholson thing. It was great. And then I found out later that he was Hispanic. And I'm like, this motherfucker's awesome. I love Shipwreck. Oh, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm very shit. much. What? Yeah. What? Yeah, what? What are we, the Hispanic or the Jack Nicholson? Because <laughs> both are true. All three. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> he was across I mean, between, basically, he's Cuban Pete, Jack Nicholson, and, and Jack Sparrow. All there three. you go. There you go. That's he's great. I loved Shipwreck. I mean, I, I obviously loved Snake Eyes too. And he had I, a fucking parrot too. I always liked Shipwreck. I did not make an appearance in the movie. Yeah, he did not. Nobody's animals did. Thank God. Wait, no. no apparently, there were some. There were some birds. <laughs> getting the, the thing, getting this in on. And order, order was yep. in it. Um, you know, but order did not make it to Cobra. La 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 la. la. <laughs> Infecting Cobra. La. Because they, they wouldn't get eaten by all the fucking snakes. They, <laughs> si- they sidelined all the Joes I liked. Uh, Snake Eyes, Lady J, Roadblock, Quick Kick, Shipwreck. These are all Joes that I liked. 
all of them spent the entire movie in a cage. Oh, I but was very sci-fi. But they did they did little cameos. Sci-fi. I think the one that had the baddest cameo was fucking low like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's showtime. I mean, oh shit, that's Right. You can move on, sir. You've done it now. Go ahead. <laughs> right. It was so it was frustrating because I, you get a G.I. Joe the movie. There's only a handful of characters I even liked, and all of them are unusable. So then you give me all these new characters, these rookies, these, what did they call them? I wrote it down. Rawhides? Is rawhides. They rawhides. Rawhides. They called them Rawhides. Rawhides and Renegade. Give me all these Rawhides and Renegade. And I'm just like, I can't even. A tunnel rat annoys the shit out of me. Big Knob is un fucking bearable and chuckles is a goddamn joke <laughs> just and falcon is the worst he's the fucking worst the worst and you're supposed to be rooting for all these new joes at least with the transformers a lot of the new ones were kind of cool rc was awesome i liked springer like i mean Wait, it was just... all, like seriously if you go through like everyone hated ultra magnet and yeah. hot rock yeah. And you are basically saying the whole the whole lineup for you. The whole fucking lineup. <laughs> you were they were all worse than Hot Rod for me. It was it was it was a frustrating thing. But yeah, Shipwreck was my favorite Joe. Snake Eyes was a close second. I always liked Storm Shadow. I just thought the idea of the ninja was fucking great. Storm Shadow was 100% my favorite villain. You guys remember Spirit? What happened yes. to Spirit? Yes. Why was Spirit not in this movie? Did he die? I never. I don't remember in the series. But what? What did we just give up on Spirit? Like, was he too much of a cliche? Like, I don't know. Like, it was a big thing Where's between Spirit? him and Storm Shadow. Spirit was an absolute one hundred percent cliche of a Native American man. Every cliche uh, you can imagine in your head. Every exactly last one. what this character looked like. Down All to the red and that. <laughs> All of it. <laughs> All, every one of them. He was like uh, the G.I. Joe version of John Redcorn from uh, Short King of, of the Hill. Short of having a giant headdress on, everything you could possibly think of for a cliche of a Native American warrior was spirit. He was a he was a big deal in the cartoon. So Snake Snake Eyes had a dog, Shadow. Uh, yeah, Snake Eyes had a timber wolf. Yeah, and and Spirit had, had a bald eagle. And, and, and spirit was so the bald eagle that we saw at the beginning that was that spirit, right? It was spirits. <laughs> so where the fuck was spirit anyway? Um, <laughs> he could have been on holiday. <laughs> he takes a break, but know? his birds got to keep working. It's like, hey, we're not approving vacation for both y'all. What do you got to show up? <laughs> he saw what was coming and was like, you know what? <laughs> I got the vid. <laughs> I'm gonna be out for this battle. <laughs> oh man alright so I did I have to I watched this with my son my son of 10 years old and he uh, it was a lot of fun so first of all Brian I want to point out that my 10 year old son pointed out the Cobra crotch shots in the intro he's like this is an awful lot of crotch I'm like you're right we are being <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> he pointed out Something else that that really made me laugh. He's like, why are they calling all these weird names? I had to explain to my son what call signs were. And then I had to listen to the call signs. And then I realized that these were terrible call signs. These were terrible code names. One of them was named Dial Tone. Want to let you know how well that that name name is aged. That's a great. And then the other one's called Snow Job. Uh, 
Just gonna leave that there. <laughs> Have that one. That one's free. Enjoy it. Uh, just there's not a lot of really great. Food. And here's my problem, Brian. Here's where I'm gonna. I'm circling to this. I'm coming full circle on this. Who have shitty ass characters? I'm sorry to those fans of these characters, like Lifeline, Snowjob, and Dial Tone, and all these guys. And they're not the ones that get sidelined. No, we're gonna put all the cool Joes in a cage, and these guys get to keep roaming around for the rest of the movie. Are you sure they you aren't like the Star Trek red shirts? You know, like the the new these new characters. It's <laughs> no job. Well, you see all these good characters. We're gonna put them in a cage and save them. We're gonna red shirt these other ones and just let them. <laughs> they can, they're expendable. They can die. <laughs> oh man! All right. Oh, I will say. Brian. I, I'm sorry, Brian. <laughs> Let's say that this is by far the most painful episode we've ever recorded for me. <laughs> <laughs> I it's I it, it's. I, like I'm over here, we're like, bah, 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 bah. oh my god, I just got stabbed in the heart with a snake. Ah, shit. <laughs> I am not here to to shit on this movie, um, because it does it does succeed as as a kids film. Like it does succeed at that. Like it's it's very entertaining. Again, my ten year old son who has the attention span of a gnat, he sat through this whole movie. It did its job. It worked. He was into it. And he was, again, he was making fun of it because some of the, the just absurd, even for a 10-year-old. But he enjoyed it. Like, I asked him afterward. I said, hey, did you did you like it? He goes, yeah, it was pretty cool. I like because he, he's into monsters and shit. So for him, the whole idea of Cobra Law was fun because they had all these giant bugs and shit. And for him, it was like a spider pit in King Kong. You know, so to him, that was great. So it's interesting how this movie lands differently for different kinds of people. For me, all that stuff was like, well, this is dumb. What the fuck are we watching? But to him, it was like, oh, that's cool. It's a giant stick bug. Oh, hey, cool. This is a giant slug. And I'm like, awesome. I stand by this. This is the Ponyo of anime. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. I've been here before. I've I've seen this exact episode. No, Brian, <laughs> I want I want I want to engage with you on this. I I want your thoughts on that. What what was it about Cobra Law that wasn't working for you that this movie still carried? Okay, what drove me up, up a wall is just one sequence specifically is when Tunnel Rat got s- swallowed by a giant slug thing. Yeah. He blows a hole through its side and runs out, right? Yeah. No big deal, but the maniacal laugh he had when he ran out of it. <laughs> he was he was definitely in the heat of the moment there. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> it, it, this was like serial killer laugh. <laughs> It's like he just realized he got the okay to kill anything that moves, and he was enjoying it. That's the kind of laugh he had. It, it, it was just such a weird laugh. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't fault that 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 assessment. This it is true. He, he did without a doubt. Outstanding. I was going to say that the retcon of Sepinter being a thought process. Yeah. It, yeah. it didn't land, especially considering that apparently Cobra Commander was the citizen of Cobra La. Yeah. yeah. A lot of he this... You wouldn't is, recognize that shit? A lot of this he, is a big stretch, yeah. I agree. Right, right. So... And not just a citizen. He was like a science officer of Cobra La. Right. Yeah. And exactly how old is he? If 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 Galapagos is 40,000 years. Right. And that's just 40,000 years... And he was still an adult at that time. 
Right. It wasn't even... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. It was a lot of, it was a lot. It, it ventured very hard into the science fiction-y of it and it's fine. It's just, it wasn't. That's totally... not what G.I. Joe was about. You right. Know? From totally, it's not what I was used to. And so it, it was kind yeah, of off. It was about weather dominators and shooting Cobra. For sure. Weather dominators and, and black entertainment television. Because Serpentor was very obsessed with the BET. Wanted Can BET. I? Wanted Get art. Out my fucking head. <laughs> <laughs> he needed. I can't tell you how many he times. Needed. The plot couldn't work head. without BET. Needed Did not BET. Work with that. <laughs> Get the printer of Colt 45 and some malt liquor. I mean, he'll be the man. Just get the man a cable subscription and get all the BET you want. Ah, uh, get up, fucking head. Ah, uh, got <laughs> All right. So anyway, some of the things that I thought were really cool. Obviously, the animation I already talked about. Uh, I thought that Cobra Commander's de-evolution into a, a, a snake was pretty damn cool. It's scary. I I did laugh a bit at. Um, <laughs> I was a man, a man. <laughs> And even Roblox like, man, shut the fuck up. Like, you're so done with it. Look, look, that was actually word for word for what happened in the, in the cartoon. <laughs> it's headcanon like, now. <laughs> look, look, I don't know if you ever thought about becoming, doing like voice acting, but that was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> it was so, I couldn't stop laughing. Even Deb, who is my wife, who's reading it next to us while Gabriel and I were watching it, she's like, oh, Jesus Christ, what the hell is his problem? Why won't he shut up about it? You understand? He was a man. <laughs> Look, I'm telling you, be a man. <laughs> you gotta get her take on this. You gotta bring her in on this one of these. Oh my god. Oh, Jesus. I think we would laugh so much if Deb wasn't here. Roadblock had zero patience for that shit because he'd been putting up with it for miles. <laughs> like, just shut up for the love of God. He was so done with it. But it was still, I mean, bridal style all the way through the whole thing, too. So I will say that, like, all right, so Cobra Commander was the villain I grew up with. Like, he was the villain of, of G.I. Joe. So having him be written out of the show like this was was pretty, pretty cool and impactful. They didn't kill him. They destroyed him. They like, ruined him. They turned him into, you know, this thing. Um, not a man. Not a man. He's not a man. But he's not anymore. So... <laughs> I mean, they reversed it when when Deke took over and they did their own G.I. Joe series after this. It brought him back. He was the hooded version, you know, but he was terrifying. Up, up until then, it was it was really... Condition wasn't supposed to be reversible, but, you know. I think more. it was cool that they actually showed what his face was. I, that's, yeah, like, mm -hmm. I dug it. I dug seeing, the like, all the eyes. Like, it was cool. Although it does, it does explain why Cobra Commander was... The problem with that deformity is you would have thought that he would have saw a lot more shit coming. It's a little short-sighted. Yeah. So, so Wayne, the way that I thought it was there was like, man, if you've got that many eyeball sockets in your head, your brain's got to be tiny. You don't have much room in there. That explains a lot about his Yeah, but can we just talk about that, that whole dressing down of Cobra Commander on, uh, on the island at first? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they went <laughs> in on him. Yes. People turn coats faster than a reversible jacket. That shit is terrible. 
like, no, he sucks. I kill him. I feel like they, I feel like they took all like the the haters of of GI Joe and said, "What would you say about Cobra?" And yeah. then that's what they but did. They, they, they just they just quoted <laughs> haters. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, the problem is, all right. So for not the problem, but I hear. I know that the same actor that did Cobra Commander also did Starscream. Yes, right. Same voice actor. So this guy is two for two for for having horrible characters. Right, right. Right. And I'm voicing them perfect. I feel like all the hate that was for Cobra Commander, I felt like they were... And we also don't like Starscream as well, so we're going to tell you what we feel about him as well. And we're going to include this in this bitch fest. (laughs) <laughs> no, you know what I hate about Cobra Commander? He's always trying to get a Megatron. They're like, um, wait, no. Eh, all right, we'll allow it. No. <laughs> sure. We'll let hey, that slide. It's cool. Wait, we'll get it. Find out that there's actually a uh, crossover between yeah. Transformers. Oh yeah, yeah. It's uh, there was a in GI Joe. Not not an animated series though, right? Uh, there's only yeah, animated. About the com- oh, there was an animated. I knew there was a Happy comic. The Transformers movie, so it was a future episode, a futuristic episode. I'll be that. All right. They did a crossover series. I it didn't realize they had an episode. And we just lost Lynette. Lynette is done with us. It was one. Of, I'll explain <laughs> it real quick. It was four Autobots. For some reason, their consciousness got transferred transferred over into human bodies. By the end of the episode, they're back in their Autobot bodies. But the guy that did it, as he's walking away, you always hear this. Heard his voice. It sounded like a a deeper, deeper version of um Megatron of Cobra Commander. But sure enough, at the very, very end, the last little bit, he's you know walking away. He jumps up in the air and yells, "Cobra!" Ah, uh, gotcha. end, end of episode. That sounds that sounds terrible. Just at your elevator. You loved every second of it. <laughs> I, I'm sure. Um, adult me, it sounded really dumb coming out of my mouth right now. <laughs> I I have uh, I have a question about this movie, uh, Brian. Maybe you can help answer because my understanding of of this particular procedure is limited to Hollywood. And I know Hollywood doesn't do a great job representing things. So, uh, Brian, as far as court-martials go, do you know how court-martials go? Because I don't think that's how court-martials are supposed to go. <laughs> Just now, I wrote it down because I wanted to ask, because I-, I felt very distinctly that's probably not how court-martials are supposed to go. He's my brother, sir. Well, we're going to have to think about this. Um, oh, let's take a beat. He shouldn't Guys, have had I'll... a job after bringing a girlfriend to a site. Just... She should have already been behind board. Ryan, this is it. Girl, we did not know about that. Did I care? Uh, I just, technically, I wasn't even eight. In 87, you said? 87, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was 10. You were 10. Yeah. Right. That's it. it was, this oh. is perfect time to watch it with my son. I was 10 when this movie came out. My son was 10 the first time watching it. It was actually pretty, pretty cool. Uh, to get and, a stick, but you didn't like it when you were ten, did? No, I enjoyed it. I did. I enjoyed GI Joe the movie. I, okay, right. coming at it, coming at it now with fresher eyes, I you see a lot of the absurdity of things, uh, choices of everything. Made. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I mean, like, so narratively, there's still a good story structure here. There's still a hero's arc here. Falcon sucks ass, but doesn't change the fact that you know they they did tell a decent story and it was very well animated. It's it's that of the characters they chose to be the mainliners here were very poorly chosen, in my opinion. 
and a child, ten-year-old me didn't see it that way. Ten-year-old me was, yeah, I was into the pomp and circumstance of it all. I was into, you know, I didn't get that Falcon was a complete piece of shit, but I was, you know, I was following. Oh, oh. it did not land for me as much as it landed now. I was like, yeah, you know, honestly speaking, he. I'm pretty sure not only is he a piece of shit, but he is by far the most Harvey Weinstein of all the films. <laughs> He's yeah. terrible. Terrible. Yes. Or, no, no, no. We passed terrible in a rearview mirror. Like, <laughs> he is horrible. He is. How? How? Just how? I just, I want to know. Okay. Don't me. Look at this. Just, Brian, uh, uh, hang on. Stick uh, with me here, please. please. Don't me looks at this. And, right, you've heard my intro, right? This is. It's straight from the cartoon. Highly trained special mission force. He was able and to it, do trick shots. And these were the best of the best. This is what we got with these guys. Missile caber tossing motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> it just... Apparently Chuckles is just a police officer. Uh, but yeah, apparently. Right. Yeah, just Chuckles a police is Magnum P.I. on steroids and is a mute. It's like Arnold Schwarzenegger and Tom Selleck had a baby, and it was Chuckles. <laughs> just and did not laugh not one time. He not did, one. He didn't that chuckle at all. Anyway, I so adult me watches this and goes, "Really, this is the elite, highly trained special mission force? These are them? This is it? This is the best America had to offer? Was these motherfuckers? How are we alive?" It was very much. Younger me was like, oh, man, look at this. This is cool. This guy, he does the tunnels, and this guy, he does the thing. Like, it was a very different experience. This is a fantastic cartoon if you're 10 years old, and it's 1987. For my son, 10 years old in 2023, it was pretty cool. That's a direct quote. T-bag. So, uh-uh. Notwithstanding. Yeah, T-bag notwithstanding. Yeah. Right. Not with Stanley and not with Baggy. Which one are we going to yeah, go with this? You know, this uh, dipping? I don't know. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> I I did. So there's, there's this thing about Brian. You know how you were talking about how um, the cartoon, the animation team did a really good job representing the toys, right? And they're representing the, the comic book variation on that and, and bringing those yeah. characters to life in, in this movie. And I agree with you. Then this scene happens and I'm going, Wow, they did too good of a job doing this. Falcon gets court-martialed, who talks his way out of it by telling him he's related to him. Sure. They send him to the slaughterhouse, which is great. Because when they say we're sending you to the slaughterhouse, my son's like, they're going to kill him? <laughs> oh, no. It's not. He it's may not, want no. to be dead. He may want I, to die. I knew what was coming because I'd already seen it, and also... Sergeant Slaughter. So I'm like, all right, cool. So no, no, they're sending him. You'll see. So we watch. So Sergeant Slaughter brings him in. It's it's pretty funny bit. I like it. It's very on brand a for Sergeant bag. Slaughter. It's great. It, Falcon's trying to flex, and they're all and they got to do this special mission, go you know investigate Cobra or whatever, and they're going to use uh, what's his name, uh, Mercer, the ex ex biker, to sneak hey, into. Building, and and Falcon's trying to flex. He's like, "Hey, how about we do it with no weapons? Huh? Huh?" 
And and Slaughter's like, I like your initiative, man. Right? So he's like, great, we're going to do this. And everybody looks at him like they're going to kill him. I'm like, huh, that's funny. Except when they actually get there, everybody still has their weapons. Every one of mm-hmm. them. Yes. <laughs> Mercer still has his pistol and his holster in his chest. Forrest still has grenades and a knife on his leg. Literally everybody has the exact same shit they had when they were a toy. Because they couldn't bother take away the weapons because that's how they're shown as a toy so yeah it was i was like oh wow they did too good of a job representing the action figure <laughs> we're not gonna discuss how cobra fires someone and they don't change the password on their air vents <laughs> yes well i mean you know i've worked in tech a bit we're not really great about the password thing but we, no we, we drives me nuts. Have, but we just had this conversation about uh IT and Comic Con. We just had the conversation. Yes, right. <laughs> well, I, 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 thought, <laughs> I thought it was pretty fucking funny that they're like, we're going in with no weapons, and everybody had fucking weapons, and nobody addresses <laughs> it. Except, of course, Sergeant Slaughter, who never has weapons because his toy doesn't have weapons. So, of course, he didn't have weapons. Go in. I thought that was a brilliant thing to bring in that and tie it into the WWE or WWF. Aspect yeah. then. Right. It was great. It was a fantastic way to tie those two things together. And Slaughter is a hilarious character. He really brings a lot. Of, you know, it's, he's funny as shit. And I loved his whole, like, weird rivalry thing with, uh, what's his Nemesis Enforcer? It was fucking funny. I got dug it. it I, truly, it was it was great. Uh, he was like, yeah, you're mine. <laughs> I gave you the first one. Right. Put me to the back. <laughs> That's right, yeah. And, um, so no, I I appreciate it, and um, and I forget his real name, but Sergeant Slaughter, he he did a, he did a great job with that character, both in the WWF and as a GI Joe. I thought he was... uh, that is his name. You will put some respect on his name. His name is Sergeant Slaughter. What the fuck are we? Why are we even having this conversation? <laughs> fair point. Fair point. You are correct. That stand out. Hulk Hogan is his name. The Rock is his name. Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's his fucking name. Why are we? Why are we even doing this? His name is Sergeant Slaughter. Copy that. Or his name is actually Robert yeah. Rudolph Remus. But yeah, we'll go with Sergeant Slaughter. Uh, that's not necessary. And I agree that in the show notes. Yeah. His name is fucking Sergeant Slaughter. <laughs> we don't... We're just gonna we're just gonna bleep it out. We're just gonna bleep out his real name for his own safety. That man. Look at that. That man has a glorious jawline. Look at that thing. Jesus yep. Christ. It, um, even the jawline was animated well. Oh yeah, it, it was great. It's excellent representation. Boy, what can else can we say about this? I have I have another note here, and so ten year old me was like, "Oh, this is cool," and then adult me is like, "Are those bug planes jizzing on everyone?" <laughs> the sound effects. I mean, they were right. Yeah, like, yeah, right. were. Where? I, it's. Again, adults again, need this. <laughs> again, if that's not anime, I don't know what it is. <laughs> this, this is what happens when you outsource your material. You all, you also get a blend of cultures. <laughs> yeah, that's all I know is the second that they started shooting, and I had to. Oh, you know what? You know, really just have. today, because I rewatched it a few hours ago, and I'm like, I'm just giggling like a twelve year old. I'm like, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> That is the best definition of a cum shot I've ever heard in my life. It's called a blend of culture. <laughs> I'm going to use that from now on. Oh, no, no, sure. <laughs> oh, our culture is about to blend. 
Oh, oh here we go. Me, Iron Man. Blending. Ah. You know, I I am gonna say. Please. I don't. I'm gonna look. Look. I'm telling you now. Uh, if you're, I don't know what your your final notes in, but if you don't change it to blending culture, I'm I'm quitting. I'm quitting now. <laughs> I will be tendering my resignation. <laughs> it needs to be blending culture. From now on, just like Super Dimensional Fortress Macross, we need to put blending culture in it. So, Brian, I am haven't glad, said it in a while. And I am glad you brought up Super Dimension Fortress Macross because the note I read on IMDb was very interesting in that because of Gravitas that Robotech gave who war, you know, killing off characters... You know, Foker and Dixon, not at Hasbro, felt pressured to give them the green light to kill Joe in this movie, bring Gravitas to the story. So, Duke's air quote death is was a thing because of Roy Foker. Pretty interesting. That, that yeah, would be. Which and you really think, think about it, Roy and Duke, they have a lot of similarities. They do. They 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 truly do. Anyway, I thought it was an interesting note that that I was like, ah, I could see that happening because Robotech would have been in its heyday around that time, and it was doing a way better job representing warfare than GI Joe was, because nobody could get killed in GI Joe. You know the thing about it is, maybe maybe it's my own rose colored glasses, but when we were on the base, you know, yeah, I'm a military brat. You're a military brat. When we're Lynette, your military back, that's all we really had on the military. <laughs> yeah. In terms yeah. of toy. When oh, you yeah. went to the commissary, oh, you yeah, know, you have like I'm not oh, yeah. to the BX. The BX. You went to the BX. It was there was wall to wall Joe's, man. America all the way. All the way. <laughs> all the way. No, I, I could see any how, Joe. Yeah. So seeing those toys in the cartoon. Reminded me to go back and like I was literally just thinking, "Damn, I want to start collecting GI Joes." It worked. It fucking worked. <laughs> it absolutely fucking works. It happened to me with the Transformers movie. Watch that. I watched it with my son. My son was like, "This is awesome." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, this is awesome." Where's my 1980s Bumblebee eBay? <laughs> it worked. It like it is in a subliminal. Maybe you know what? Maybe GI Joe did suck. Maybe. I don't know, but it works. I felt like I was being hypnotized. I feel like oh. I was listening to it now. I'll be hypnotized to go buy those toys again. Holy shit! But you know what toys I'm not buying? Chuckles, lob, big knob, lob knob. What the fuck was his no, name? No, 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 no. I'm buying I'm Chuckles buying... to send it to Lynette so she can put a Barbie head on it. I'm not buying, <laughs> not buying big knob Chuckles. And I'm, if I buy a Falcon, it's to burn him like Sid. <laughs> so you're saying that you will buy Tunnel Rat now? Oh, oh yeah, I'd buy another tunnel ride. He was a cool-looking figure. He just was. They do a great job of bringing diversity. Yeah, I was... Even, yeah. even though it is the wildest caricatures of yeah. diversity. Absolutely. You know, Roblox is the rapping... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Giant, almost, he's basically a jive-talking giant. And, and he's great. I love Roblox. All right, you know, you know Shipwreck is the salty sailor. Yeah. I wish he swore... Because he would have been perfect if he swore. Um, just saying. But, you know, you're right. Yeah, they G.I. Joe was probably one of the most diverse cartoon 
podcasts out there. Arguably to this day, they really got everybody in there. Yeah, they're caricatures of their demo, but they're there. Again, I mean, I can't, I don't know a lot of Native Americans who actually think Spirit was cool, but they'll probably acknowledge, hey, at least they had a Native American. No, nah, yeah, I, I, I would go ahead and think I'll say, nah. Um, <laughs> like, they had, you know, everybody, man, Japanese, Chinese, Koreans, uh, Hispanics, fucking everybody is in there. They had. Jinx is supposed to be Japanese, but she sounds like she's from Brooklyn. She, she might, yeah. Uh, is Jinx Japanese? I don't know. Uh, she had a blind ninja master, but I didn't necessarily know if that meant she was Japanese. I, I would. I would not Jinx. Her her her, her comic book kid is she's actually from the same uh, clan as Storm Shadow and Snake Eyes. I, I, I get it. She was a cool action figure. I bought her when I was a kid. I agree. She was a very cool action. Again, I came at GI Joe the wrong way. I bought the toys first. Because they look cool, and then I watched the cartoon and looking for those characters I had. Oh, and not to mention the fact that they had some great ones like sci-fi. Man, I could go. Ah, uh, man. But you, your first point does stand. They sidelined everybody. Everybody for fucking Falcon. Ugh. Arguably, arguably, let's be arguably, Snake Eyes is the most popular GI Joe character. I mean, Duke, notwithstanding, you guys. Come on, right? And you barely put him in this movie. My problem with Snake Eyes in this movie is he's been captured. They break out, and he's running out, and he gets captured again by the typical porn, and the first thing he grabs is his sword. Yeah. How? You mean he had his sword on him the whole time? The whole time. The whole time. The whole time. Yeah. Look, man, I don't... But the problem is they took away Lady J's spears. Oh, yeah. Got to take those away. Those are weapons. And have those. You? Yeah, oh, no, and, you uh, keep the sword. That's just called. had his throwing stars on his belt. Oh, oh yeah. In his yep. belt. Because, again, can't change the way the toy looks. <laughs> so the characters have to look like the toy. I was amazed they didn't have Quick Kick in the snow with just that fucking red band on. They actually gave him a snowsuit. Respect. At least they did that for him. This is the only time I've ever I seen a red band over it. But he was also barefoot in the snow. He was barefoot in the snow. She probably was. He probably was. It's I don't a, know. the best way to get gang green. That, that is literally <laughs> how you get it. <laughs> and I do want to say Edna Mode is right. No capes. 100%. No capes. <laughs> cannot believe. <laughs> That the supreme leader of Cobra was done in by his own cape. cape. His ice cape. I, you know, for one point in time, is it the cape or was it the design of his stupid little over thingy? Because we were putting intake right there, knowing he has a cape. I'm gonna say that both Duke and Falcon did him in on that fucking chariot. <laughs> Maybe just don't get the chariot no more, man. Just don't. And I get it. And they sold Serpentor. It was a package deal. You got him with that chariot thing. It was, you know, I remember. They, uh, you know what? One of his toys was actually a snake spear. Yeah. Yeah, no. One they, of his weapons. They went yeah. in with it. But yeah, no capes. I couldn't believe all this shit going on. And that was the best way they could think of to do in Serpentor was the cape thing. It's just, 
I don't know, man. Edmodo's right. That was that was my main note there. Let's talk about let's talk a little bit before we close out. I really want to talk about the Duke thing. Duke fucking dies. Yes. It's a given. And yeah. in, in the most lazy, haphazard way, they they undo it with dialogue. He's in a coma. Scarlet is fucking dying. She's melting down. Alkin is in tears. He slipped into a coma. Like, that was the best you guys had, huh? That was... You couldn't have just... I don't know. Cut that entirely. No? Just had to... Like... It, it, it's, it's when you hear... We've gone so far. We have to do something. Thank God for localization. Localization. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Is it? Is it localization? Uh, it's not localization since it was made for the US primary. So right. it's not. So, and then Lynette called it. I was it, trying to get another anime. Was I was and you? you know, nice try. And Lynette Before, called yeah, it. Oh, so, so soap opera. Like he slipped into a coma. No, Stefano, it can't be. Like it was. I was just like I could. Look, yeah, that that whole scene is just hilarious. It is. That's because of Falcon. Oh yeah, because the last word he said was, "I don't need you." Get off my case. I mean, he was going. I'm pulling rank. Like he was so pissed. Oh uh, my god. Um, yeah, just for you were doing it to save me. I was like, uh. and I just. And you know the thing about it? We haven't mentioned this part. Falcon but, is actually voiced by Don Johnson. Don fucking Johnson. Champion of, of 80s melodrama. Don Johnson of Miami Vice fame. And and I... Man. Man. It was rough. You know, I I think about it, but not only did they have Don Johnson which brought in the 80 melodrama, drama, they also yeah. used the, the font from the 18. They did, yeah. And they had Burgess I, Meredith. I mean, Burgess Meredith has oh, lovely oh. listen. I mean, has, you couldn't ask for a better voice. He had, he he sounded like he was 40,000 years old. He always did, though. <laughs> Burgess Meredith always did. It was, you know, so what sucks about it is if they would have actually had the balls to just kill Duke, it probably would have been a better movie. Uh, you could have... Nah, nah. Well, is only killing one character, unlike in Transformers, where he killed off, you know, most of Generation One. Well, and that's again, I, I, I agree with that. I, I think giving yourselves the permission to kill one human character, it's very different than getting permission to kill twenty-five robots. Very different. But I, I, I honestly think that by cheapening out on Duke's death, it hurt this film. I really believe that. Brian, you disagree? Go. Falcon hadn't proved himself to be his successor yet. Oh man, so much truth there. And Falcon, I like seriously, you killed Duke and you leave us for Falcon, it would have been it was not the trade up. At least with Rodimus. At least with Rodimus. Rodimus was fucking trying. Uh, you know what I'm saying? He yeah. wasn't trying to lack off. He wasn't trying to be insubordinate. He wasn't doing anything. He could grow into that role. Yes. By this time, Falcon. Nah, you could have do If they had did a better job of saying like uh Falcon was always trying to step out of, out of Duke's shadow. And he just waiting right. for the opportunity. 
and they had built the story that he was always one step below them. So he had animosity. That's one thing. But he outranked them. Um, anyway, go ahead. <laughs> Somehow Falcon yeah. made officer. That's what I'm saying here. Oh, oh like I can honestly say I have a brother and both of my I have two brothers. Well, three. I have three brothers. Yeah, that's gonna come my brother. Edit that part out. I have three. <laughs> oh wait, have, oh wait, brother. circle back. Uh, you have three brothers, right? Two of them were are in the military. Or okay. in the military. One of them, who was my younger brother, became an officer. So that one kind of hits even now. I'm like, you can see that one. <laughs> all right, well, all right. And, hey. and, and believe it or not, that same argument of I'm pulling rank actually came up in a family discussion. Oh, fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> now, those words are actually used at a fucking family barbecue. Jesus those Christ, words. Right? So. That is by far the realest statement <laughs> of G.I. Joe. I, I just, it's, you're right. You're right, Brian. I, I, I retract. You're right. You're absolutely right. It's, it didn't do enough to make you care if Falcon was going to replace Duke. So, I, yeah, I don't know. It felt so cheap. And then just the whole, like, phoning it in. Hey, guys, Doc called and Duke woke up from his coma. Everything. A-okay. He doesn't was... remember who we are, and we have to try to make sure that he can get us some back in his memory. He has yeah. a goatee now, and he's evil. Like, he's oh, a... no. <laughs> These are the days of our love. <laughs> we found his evil twin clone. <laughs> he called her la la la. He found his evil twin to count. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It was, it was rough. I... It's a shame because, again, the animation was fantastic to me. I, I really liked it. And the idea of a hero's journey was great, but it, just like Transformers the movie, they really tanked giving you the worst possible version of a character that you were supposed to root for. And all of it market a new line of toys because they were discontinuing Duke and all the other you know, mainline Joes. So they needed a new, they wanted a new roster and they, they, made this movie to help make that happen. I wonder how much money they made by uh, people buying Falcon just to set him on fire. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like people buy jerseys to set it on fire. Right? They, yeah. He bought the yeah. jersey. You just <laughs> like you're still making a mistake. According to the company logistics, you they made the right call. <laughs> I had a case of Bud Light to shoot at it. Like anyway, it's <laughs> the hell is standing. A lot of dumb decisions made, for sure. It's a shame. It's just a shame. This this movie was the end of G.I. Joe. Now, I want to be clear, it wasn't the end of G.I. Joe as a, as a franchise or a product, but it was kind of the end of G.I. Joe the series as children knew it. G.I. Joe the series had started out as a, a miniseries in 83 and a miniseries in 84. They got about five episodes. And then they got a 54-episode run in 1985. Uh, and they got a second season in 1986. Ended up introducing the whole Serpentor idea. Um, and then this movie came out. This movie was a follow-up to the second season. Came out in 87. And that was it. G.I. Joe, effectively, original version, they have the cartoon, was done. This, 
This ended G.I. Joe. Now. So this was supposed to be the Capcom. This is, I, no, I, I truly believe this was supposed to finale? be supposed to be a bridge to a new roster of toys to sell. Okay. But underperformed. They were afraid to release in theaters because the movies that they'd been releasing all tanked. Transformers, the movie was a fucking hot mess for them financially. Uh, My Little Pony tanked for them. Hasbro was not having a good time at the movies. So they elected not to do this as a theatrical release and go straight to own video. But it ended up being the end of G.I. Joe under that sort of watch. It took, I think, like two years to get more G.I. Joe. And they had to sell the rights to Deke. Deke Animation took over G.I. Joe. And they started doing their own thing with it, which is why we got Cobra Commander back. And so because it kind of just acknowledged the movie as kind of was a thing, but they did their own thing with it. The animation was far worse under Deke's watch. It was a very different thing. So everything that was G.I. Joe that we knew, the G.I. Joe you remember, this was it. This is how it ended. It ended with this movie because mistakes were made is the best thing I can come up with. They couldn't stick the landing with this enough to justify a new season. And that says something because the whole purpose of it was to sell toys. Well, that. So, it's kind of a weird, because like even Transformers was able to bounce back from what happened with their movie. They still had follow-up seasons, but that, it, it, it had to, G.I. Joe had to change hands after this. While the movie is, is as a cartoon, as a child, as a, you know, product to sell toys, pretty effective. It well, clearly wasn't effective enough. So, I don't know. It's just interesting. Yeah, do you guys remember a lot of G.I. Joe after this? Like, I mean, I know we don't remember shit, but it did. It took like two years, I think it was, when I looked it up, and it ended up going over to Deke Entertainment to do the new seasons, and it was just never the same. So, anyway, it's it's a strange thing that this attempt at refreshing the roster ended up in... Killing the series. Series. Whereas Transformers slaughtered everybody, yet managed to keep going. Fascinating. I think it's because they killed Optimus and they had to right their wrong. So they were able yeah. to say, give us another season. <laughs> we'll fix it. <laughs> we'll fix I'm it. it. I'm sure there's a financial reason. Uh, it really is. Once you take away options, I don't have to buy a team toy. Duke's coming back. I don't have to worry about you guys. Right. I know that Duke is going to be back. Yeah, I've been waiting for the reprint of Duke. You know, yeah. so in that instance, if they had done that, then if they had killed Duke, it would have set them up for success. But even then, Snake Eyes was still here. I think the thing I do remember the most about the rebranding was that Storm Shadow actually came over to the judge. Mm-hmm. Have a yeah, he had white like a... with his really epic uh, Rashikage tattoo. Like yeah. the hood, right? Wolverine. Yeah, he had the hood. Yeah. So they did enough to, like, just seeing Storm Shadow and Snake Eyes on the same team. Fuck, sign me the fuck up for that. <laughs> <laughs> Where they, he, you know, uh, he had so many great characters. Zartan, we haven't even gotten to the point of Zartan and yeah. the Dreadnought. Yeah, Zartan and the and the. 
Oh man, their accents are just you know, fucking best. Like, like honestly, I think the thing about about uh, Falcon is that Falcon acted more like a dreadnought than a gel. <laughs> he was he was the dreadnought level of incompetence. I'll give you that. Yeah. Not Cobra. We haven't even talked about the fact that they had Cobra Commander trial and Falcon's trial going in at the same time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Narratively, it was pretty fun. I insist there was a lot of things about this movie that were fine. They were good. It's just that they wanted us to back this group of fucking idiots. It was really a hard sell. It really was. Uh, look, Tunnel Rat tried to do it the jokes. I think the thing about it is that anytime they try to do it their way, yeah. or the Joe's way, or Beachhead's way, yeah. they fail. But they got back in touch with what they were doing, right. which is essentially what makes you a highly specialized thing. Not by doing it the way everybody else wants you to do it. 100%. But by no doing way, it by the way you want to do it. Tunnel rat, I'm going out. No, no, that doesn't work. I'm going to go for that fucking tunnel and be right. a fucking rat. That's where he did Big Lob, you know what? I got to narrate this because if I even go straight through, I would get my ass blown up. But let me just let me just talk my way through this whole thing. <laughs> Dude, it's like a whole right then. Every time Big Knob was opening his trap, I kept thinking of Emperor's New Groove and I kept thinking of Kronk, like he's doing his own theme song. I was like, is he doing his own narration? Jesus Christ. <laughs> doing his own narration. It was just, it was that. I don't know, it was silly to me. I, like, you're right, oh. though, Brian. You're right. Like they brought their skill set uniquely, but that's a failing on Beachhead and GI Joe's part in and of itself. You bring in these specialists, these highly trained soldiers or highly trained specialists, I guess, is in their fields, and then you're trying to make them all behave the same way, and that's a mistake. You you take those people's skill sets and you build those up, right? Uh, rather than trying to make everybody into Beachhead, you make every you let everybody continue to be themselves. And if that would have been the story arc, man, I'd have been all in. Yeah, me. But it wasn't. It still ended up being Falcon's not Joe enough. It was down Periscope. Because it was the movie Down Periscope. Honestly, that's what it was. Falcon, I believe two people were supposed to die. Yeah. Not only Duke, Flint was supposed to die as well. Oh, you think Flint was supposed to go? And then Falcon was supposed to be the combination of both of them. And that's a, that's a rough sell considering his character. Oh, Flint? I mean, not Flint. Falcon never recovers from this movie as a character. No. He never recovers. And if, I don't know if you guys did any of the reading, but Falcon ends up fucking on drugs. Like, it's it is a... Slippery slope for this character. Yeah. Drugs. There's a story arc in G.I. Joe where Falcon is addicted to drugs, meeting with drug dealers, and has to be stopped. That kind of falls in line with his character, though. It like, sure does, doesn't it? Like, you, you, you hear yeah. that and you go, yeah, that tracks. Like, yeah, I can that, see that, that happening. Uh -huh. But you wouldn't want to buy the action figure for your kids. Hey, that take Falcon. Okay. He's a great drug addict. You want to you want to grow up to be just like him. <laughs> Nobody does opioids like Falcon. Uh, <laughs> really? You know the you know the thing about it is, they set him up so for failure so bad. Look, he looks like he looks like Flint. He looks he's like a brother Flint, right? of Duke, and yeah. he's named like Hawk. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> 
They either eat the three top Joes, <laughs> and you're supposed to be the algamation. He's Lieutenant Falcon as well as General Hawk. Yeah. He looks like Flint, Where's... but I don't know what the fuck Ray he had on. I don't uh-huh. know. And he's the brother of Duke. All three. Yeah. They That's... tried to make him Serpentor for the jokes. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I think that's I... that's my head cannon. All right. He's Serpentor for the Joes. All right. I'll accept it. But why the being Cobra Commander? <laughs> let's let's go ahead and wrap this up. Uh G.I. Joe the movie. Um uh, let's you know, Lynette, I'm gonna let you start because I feel like you've you've suffered uh, through G.I. Joe plenty. Uh... Here, we're I'm gonna let the, oh, the non <laughs> gonna let the non Joe fan uh, start our closing thoughts. So, uh, have you seen <laughs> this before? Have you seen this before? No. So you were like, you know, I hate this and that, and even though it's coming on Saturday, cartoons, I refuse to watch this. Yes, you said you're ground this entire time. Yes, I, I hate okay. it. The more you know that that used to <laughs> I, I and knowing is it. half the battle <laughs> yes hated hated that thing i was like what are we watching and she was like the more you know i was like no and i turned it off <laughs> that is fucking great you mean the only I person was... i know that actively hated i i hated <laughs> yeah well, I like hated i've never heard of it before I I've never heard of it. This was the one. This was the one cartoon where I was like, no, no, no. <laughs> the whole time, my brothers, my brother went, "I want to watch it." I was like, "Why don't we watch something else? Can, can we watch something else?" No, Man, I'm surprised you didn't this. call in for this episode. <laughs> <laughs> I, I figured, I figured you guys needed somebody who like we definitely viscerally yeah. hates viscerally. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, holy shit. shit with all her being. That's no, so like, great. It was everything that I was. It took a lot of focus for me to watch this anime. Uh, I was did like, you call your brother and let him know that you were watching the movie? No. No. Because right. he would can be like, you, oh, this is exciting. Can you, I, can, you, can you call him on speakerphone and let him know that he watched <laughs> it? I would. Look, you need to call him <laughs> right now. <laughs> Tell him. I just Please? finished watching G.I. Joe the movie. Please, oh. God, I need this. I need this. <laughs> I need this. But yes, no. But as someone who who really did not, it took a lot of effort for me to watch it. I did enjoy <laughs> the animation. I wished all the characters would just turn into... I, I was actually rooting for the spore thing. Because I was like, great, what? <laughs> Different <laughs> characters. Maybe that's what Hasbro's doing. They're going to turn them all into mutants. This will be cool. And thus, Teenage Ninja Turtles was born. No. <laughs> but I would have to say the animation was great. Um, the characters were very stereotypical for some of the people. Um, military protocol was not followed at all, so do not think that this is a representation of the military. You're saying this is not how court marshals go. Damn it. My whole life is a lie. <laughs> But I do have to say, it's, it's very weird that a cobra was trapped in a clam. Uh, like, wow, that's kind of an adult thing. <laughs> if anything, I want more anime. <laughs> Bridie got your third. Good for you. <laughs> and then the, the the main villain 
who was controlling the spores is having a monologue while holding a very phallic device with a little snake wrapping up around it. And I was like, Oh, the time like, war. Yeah. <laughs> Go on. I was, like, I, was, uh, I was like, wow. Okay. I, All you know, the sides but... of it. <laughs> but yeah, ultimately I, I couldn't get behind GI Joe's, but I, I did like the animation in the movie. So would you say that you prefer pie over G.I. Joe. Dude, even I can say I would rather watch 3 by 3 eyes than G.I. Joe. Again. Yeah, I would rather watch 3 by 3 eyes in dubbed. I'd rather listen to it dubbed. <laughs> you next leveled it. I wasn't going to go that far, but good on you. <laughs> I would rather watch high dub. So now I want to I want to counteract that. I want to counteract that that closing thought. You, Brian. Brian, you seem to be fighting really hard to champion this movie. So talk to me about G.I. Joe now. Broken. Now versus then. Give me, uh, look, give me your thoughts. I, there are no... Uh, the amount of disdain that had just been projected upon my childhood. <laughs> like, I don't think you got to... I've got my ass whooped because I used to shoplift G.I. Joe characters. <laughs> I don't see the problem with that. Right, right. Yeah, so... This one hits differently but the problem is you can't defend falcon and i love this podcast because the the statements that we're making right because of our age in the 80s somebody was either making these damn statements or they were championed it so that you know maybe he shouldn't be this much of a dirtbag you know maybe right. maybe not but in the end, somebody's like, you know what? We're just going to let this shit ride out. That's what he's going to be. Um, I don't... I don't agree with Falcon and Law, the two newest things that they brought into it. I have an issue. So, I think that this movie could have been done... If anything, it felt like... It felt like in the MCU... You come to find out that Wakanda has been here this entire time, and they're actually the more powerful thing, the more powerful empire. You know, it doesn't land in in this scenario because you basically made corporate commander to go out and use the technology that you hate to yeah. what? Yeah, to destroy us the when world? the entire time has only been about money and the 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 whole narrative of what you want a corporate commander to do has never come through at once at all. And maybe that's why you're, you're punishing him. But he never once even, they could have hinted many times uh, that there was a shadow organization above Cobra and that would have made this land. They never did. And as a result, because you don't do the homework, you know, it's much different than Unicron being a planet that's way off in the galaxy coming off and you realize how bad he is. You get introduced to a whole level of technological civilization and transformers and you're like you know what? They could be out there. Rowan Piranhas, they could be out there. But you're basing this on Earth in the Himalayas with Cobra Law. And these are supposed to be bio-driven society. It doesn't land. So because of that, you have to give it a failing grade. 
but they tried to tell a story, and it made me want to buy toys afterwards. Like as soon as I watched it, I've watched it three times this week, and each time I really went to eBay trying to see if I could find the toys. I even Ooh. almost made the pitch to my wife that you know what, I think I want to start collecting GI Joes again because I, I ever since Hurricane Andrew, I've never collected anything because I got I was afraid of should be taken from it because sure you know yeah oh no but, i get it but this is my own you know i love that i was able to get back to a place of even thinking about toy collection and that's the purpose of this movie so in that case it was a success even if you get five toys and they get kidnapped and put barbie heads on them green <laughs> <laughs> market commerce hurt and mattel yeah. and hadbro they came together Mashup like, universe. I don't know what this is. I don't know. I, 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 I love that. I love that thought process, Brian. That it makes a lot of sense. And yeah, it, it did. So my, I do have a question for you though. What Joes did you think about buying? Uh, I, I wanted to get Storm Shadow. Was I actually yeah. believing in that. Storm Shadow was actually the uh, first G.I. Joe that I ever bought with my own money. The OG Storm Shadow. No, not OG. Not even OG Storm Shadow. Hooded one. Yeah. The hooded hooded one. one. Yeah. He's a cool figure. Um, cool. I actually thought about getting, actually buying the Terradrome. Oh, man. That was a hell of a toy. It's the one thing you can give G.I. Joe, they made some fucking crazy toys. Look. USS Flag. Yeah. Yeah, the flag, Come on. The, the mobile command center. Come yeah. the fuck on. Yeah. You yeah. know, I think, I think, I mean, like, I could go through and give you my top 10. The Black Mamba helicopter that was supposed Whoa. to be the, uh, the, the juxtaposition to the, to the Tomahawk. This one had three pods and what they were, oh my God, there are so many buckets. Uh, yeah, vehicle design was pretty baller. Uh, toy, just again, they had some incredible playsets. My cousin, uh, he had the flag. They took up his whole room. It was amazing. It's one amazing, massive. And then he also had the one. I don't remember what it was called, but it was it was a space command center. And the the back it lifted up like this, so you had this entire rocket ship that could was it launch the off. A shuttle? Yeah, it was like a shuttle, but it was <laughs> a large like kind of tube on that it wasn't yeah. like a you know I, I don't know what the fuck that thing was it was cool as shit my cousin had that one too he was he had way more joes than i did so i would come over and use his play sets when we played with joes because i couldn't afford it i didn't have any of that shit i had like i had the harrier <laughs> like i had the harrier and the a10 i had the a10 that was great um there were so many toys that i remember that as a kid when whenever uh Christmas will come around. Yeah. I would actually, instead of just telling my dad what I want, I would actually do the research and buy the Toys R Us. Uh, uh, Bring him the catalog. Catalog. Yeah, and just circle it and say, give this to Santa. He'll know what to do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Motherfucker never did it. <laughs> oh, man. Lazy, fat bastard. Uh, <laughs> all right. But, you know, G.I. Joe actually changed the way when I became a father. It changed the way I wanted to buy kids toys for my kids. I always bought them a good and I always bought them the evil. I yeah. always did that for them. Sure, but I mean and Transformers as well. 
Yeah, like you can that, transform. Yeah, same dichotomy. <clears throat> All right, hey Vic, um, why don't you lay it on me, man? You gotta show the so, movie. First and foremost, Brian, collect some toys. Damn it. Huh? Just do it. Collect some toys. Do it. Do it. Get some toys. <sighs> you deserve it. Don't care what it is. Just do it. That's for ham. Ham, but get yourself some get yourself some good Joes. Joes are, are surprisingly affordable because they did a lot of reissue. Get some good and, Joes. But so this one, I still remember its broadcast premiere. Do you really? Good on yes, you. Yes. It was on WSBN. It was on the middle of the week, and I had a huge issue because that was the same night as Open House. <laughs> and I got to an argument with my parents because, you know, TV back then, there was no reruns or anything. It's like, you yeah. missed it. You missed it. <laughs> Over. So one of the very few arguments I got to win, I got to watch it as it premiered. Nice. Um, did you get it in full or did you get the five part? No, no, it was in full. It was full. I was aired I was prime time. Cool. Because I watched it on VHS. I didn't see it when it aired. So okay. for me, it was. But uh, okay. after, after that, they, they put it into the five part. Afterward. Yeah, yeah. Afterward. Cool. All right, go. Yeah, go. Sorry. But, um. I enjoyed it. I even as an old man right now, I enjoy it. Is that a perfect movie? Absolutely not. Is there better GI Joe options? Yes, there is. I would. I still strongly recommend Resolute for anyone. I think it's just under an hour. I think. But yeah, it's like it's like the Transformers version of GI Joe because everyone dies. <laughs> Spoilers. So, um, you know, that, yeah, I I enjoyed it. I had fun with it. You know, let my inner child roam free while watching it again. I mean, there's not much else I can say. I mean, I'm not going to tell you to go out and run and watch it because there's right. so much better stuff to watch right now. But right. it holds a it holds a spot dear in my heart. Yeah, okay. there's so many better animes out there. There's so many bits of animation out there. Yes, <laughs> Nostalgia Train is not is is what's doing the heavy. Oh, it's he did. He tried. <laughs> like you sat there, you reached for it, and you got smacked. <laughs> I begin believe that I begin my ass whooped this entire show. <laughs> like. Uh, even at the Transformers, I was like, you know, I've made my case. They're going to stand behind me and call this anime. No, 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 no. Oh, shit. Right now, man. We don't. <laughs> I, I, it, I didn't think it would. Even my heart felt clean just now about being inclusive. Even if this that. is anime. If this is anime, then Inspector Gadget's anime, man. Like, I just, it's not. <laughs> it's just not. Wow. So, wow. Now, what wow. like, what? Inspector Gadget isn't anime? <laughs> uh, look, man. Yeah, you guys are fucking heartless. <laughs> Come on, that's no, like saying you know, if you say Jack Jones anime, that's like saying the Gummy Bears uh, TV series was anime. You know, I'm look, about to blend the culture on y'all. Blend the culture right now on your face. We can, um, and I, it's. I felt it was necessary to to definitely cover these. Questionable animated films okay. because questionable. Because they, we, you're not. You can't say questionable anime. Just say questionable anime. What time? No, no, no. One attack. What's her face is questionable anime. Questionable yeah, anime. But it's That's Look, questionable anime. It it's one of those things where the, we we remember these things a certain way and the rose colored glasses of what they were, and then coming back to revisit them, you you see a lot of the cracks in the plaster of this house. G.I. Joe has a lot of cracks. Uh, it's still there structurally. You remember, you have fond memories of being there and, and doing it, except for Lynette, who would rather 
just never yeah, have had to. Shack. <laughs> and people have forgotten in the middle of the woods that you don't go to because they say it's haunted. First, yeah, first she's there. Brother than watch this. Um, it's all right. Uh, hold on. We got to make sure she had, had no. She had a choice whether not to watch. She, she, she <laughs> I wanted to make a point. I have to I one. <laughs> greatly appreciate it. Like like everybody else said, this isn't a perfect movie. It suffers a lot narratively. It suffers a lot character developmentally. There are just some really really rough choices that were made with this. It it didn't it didn't make me want to buy toys, but it did make me want to watch the old GI Joe. It made me want to go back and watch the GI Joe I liked. Um, you know, I kind of get what you're saying, Brian. But again, it it affected me slightly differently. I didn't hate this movie. I didn't. I, I enjoyed it for what it was. It was absurd. But I've watched a lot of absurd shit. We've watched a lot of absurd shit in this show. So I can't strike this for being absurd. Okay. All right. Um, what attack Punisher Girl versus G.I. Joe? Live that. What attack Punisher Girl all the way? Holy shit. Yeah. Oh, shit. Hey, strong with this one. That's... <laughs> I will, I I will put the, I will put out my little projector and advertise Blood Attack Punisher Girl on the back of my garage before I will show the idea. Wait, you're gonna watch? You're gonna watch this in a Wendy's? No. I, I, I will watch Blood Attack Punisher Girl in a Wendy's before. There's no redeeming this for her. There's no redeeming this. That's it. I, this is it. I have. Moved. It's the no, same I, with you know what? Joe. I like the okay. anime. The animation was very good. But... Right. And that's, that's the thing. Like, the animation is good. Like, you mm -hmm. can't... But even... All right, so... Let, let me give a comparison. The Black Cauldron. The Disney film. I don't know if you guys remember it. Most people don't. Because it was an absolute failure of a Disney film. It was gorgeous. It was beautifully animated. Hands down, one of my favorite as far as quality of animation. Character animation was amazing. Narratively, it was a piece of steaming shit. It was a terrible... Animation quality alone can't save a film. Not even yeah. for Disney. And, and this is the same situation. It couldn't save... It couldn't even save G.I. Joe. Couldn't <laughs> save its own series. Uh, which is a shame. It it did strike a lot of the nostalgia nerves, seeing characters that I, I liked, seeing toys that I had as a kid. You get that feeling that when you're playing with your toys as a child, and, and that feeling's in here. It's tapped down pretty hard because my characters were locked up, but notwithstanding, they were still there, and nobody got their head blown off, so that's a win. But yeah, it's it struggled to cross the finish line with me. Uh, again, this like Brian said, with the Cobra Law stuff and the narr narratively, like trying to build this into what, the, what happened with this. And I just know this is what happened. It went into a marketing meeting and they're like, what are your ideas? And somebody's like, well, we've got this snake guy. He's, he's going to be like the emperor of Cobra. And they're like, well, how the fuck's that work? How are we going to make him? And they're like, no, you don't understand. He's always been the Emperor of Cobra. Okay. <laughs> I guess we'll write that in. Thanks, Bob. You know, and then they had to 
make that uh, happen. Was, uh, I'm sorry, thank you. Hey. Uh, so, yeah. So then they get around the water cooler and they're like, dude, what the fuck? What's up with Hank? How the hell are we going to do this? We got to write this guy in like he's been here forever? He's going to believe that was, this? Uh, that, that Bob was the one that actually brought up the problem. Hank was the one that <laughs> there fixed you go. it. And Bob was the one that, yeah. And then some white-haired dude running Hasbro was like, this shit's for 10-year-olds. Nobody fucking cares. Do it. Because we want to sell the shit. Brock. That was Brock. Brock did that shit. He, I, he, I love that. Brock is the name I respect. I love that you picked Brock. Look, yeah. it was it was shoehorned in, in in the laziest possible way. So it, it kind of fell apart for me. Um, like it, I did feel the nostalgia train. I didn't feel it like I did for Transformers. Transformers, I legitimately went and looked up considered buying Transformers. It made my son want to watch Transformers. G.I. Joe did not accomplish that. It didn't make my son want to watch G.I. Joe. It didn't make my son want to own a G.I. Joe. My son didn't give two shits if he ever sees G.I. Joe again. Failed. I'm sorry. He just did. You can... I think we can make so much money just having Kate, having Gabe just, just refuse 80s nostalgia. It just having... <laughs> I don't think the world's ready for my son's thoughts on 80s nostalgia. Uh, <laughs> I, I am so here for it. I would pay money. Uh, my parents have been... <laughs> if that's not... Look, I'm telling you there's money there. There's money I'm telling, there. I'm telling you I have watched things with my son where he turns at me and he goes, you like this? Like, Damn. Oh, that's what we need. That's, that's what we need. Uh, it's hard to say... Uh, talking about you're my parent. <laughs> I would love to say. <laughs> well, I I think I think guys, if you're if you're listening to this show and you remember GI Joe the movie and you think it was great, don't don't watch it again because I don't I don't want you to see the cracks in the house. I want you to remember that place that you had fun and and kind of keep it there. If you've never seen GI Joe the movie and you listen to this, listen to Vic watch. Was it Retaliation? Watch that. Resolute. Resolute. Retaliation is the one with the rock. Don't watch that one. Watch George Resolute. <laughs> I love it, guys. My fact, my fact. Don't watch any of the G.I. Yeah. Joe. Don't, don't watch any of the G.I. Joe live action. Um, it's, yeah, I'm sorry. These things are great toys, man. Channing Tatum as Duke. I swear to God. Uh, that was the closest to the net level of visceral hate that I had as Channing Tatum as Duke. I, uh, too. All right. That's fair. I remember the part in the movie where he looks to Baroness and he says, I'm going to save you. And I was in the middle of the theater and I actually legit screamed out, you go to fucking hell. I was like, I would hit. <laughs> so, can I understand that hate, Lynette? Yes, I can. But it was induced by Channing fucking Tatum as a Duke. Don't, don't you ever, ever just, just don't. Um, so don't. And if you, I'll send, I'll send Brian the poster. Hey, just do me a favor. I allow you to send that poster. Like, put a Barbie head on top of Channing Tatum, and I'll be, and include I'll lighter fluid. Oh, <laughs> I got my own. Don't need it. I got my own. 
Oh shit. So guys, I I think that's that's about it. Look, it's not there were a lot of these 80s movies for the toy lines. And and GI Joe was one of them, but was it the best one? I think we can all collectively agree it was not the best 80s toy be. line. Whether or not it was good or not, that's up to you to decide, but it we're going to save you the trouble maybe just skip it. Is that everybody agreeing or just you could skip this? No, I say watch it. Ryan wants everyone to watch this, so go watch it. And make sure you send all complaints directly to Brian at Kaiju of the Grotto uh, on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> get your own email. Get your own BS to, you know, get hate mail from. <laughs> all right, guys. That's going to do it for our show today. Um, until next time, you know, keep calm and You've just been privy to the mindless midlife musings of the anime nerd presented by Geek Grotto. Follow the podcast on Twitter at Geek Grotto. For show notes and corrections or for general geeky fun, you can visit our website at geek-grotto.com. If you would like to sponsor the show, you can do so on the podcast's Red Circle host site, redcircle.com slash shows slash M-M-M-A-N. If you're listening to us on your favorite podcast app, please like, follow, and subscribe.